space, the thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon, its ongoing mission to seek out new life, to swear it was on stun the whole time, and to boldly claim we can fix it. Welcome back to the second episode of our Star Trek Adventures campaign. Uh, we're back playing Star Trek Adventures, returning to the living campaign. It's like 22 or more episodes deep now. This is getting heavy in the canon. Um, I am Justin Eacock, your Game Master for this evening. We are uh, playing this game, of course, because you voted for it. We are putting up these games now every month on our Patreon page. There is a new poll out each month where you can choose which game we will play next. Now, we might change the rules around a little later, like if we have a particular guest or a special game we want to play. I'll just say, ah, that monthly poll, it's now running for two months instead of one. Um, but this poll ran in September. Uh, one of the options was Star Trek Adventures. You chose it overwhelmingly. And so we are here playing this game. I have brought back to our game uh, Brent Morris and Velvet Duke uh, from our Horizon crew. Uh, hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Hello. And you have been reassigned to the USS Revelation with uh, Neil. Hi, Neil. Hello. Howdy. Hi. And uh, each of you are playing, of course, Brent. I'm playing Steve Armstrong. Yeah, the helmsman. We're going to give you something to do here. And uh, I say that every week. Uh, it never happens. It could happen. It could. You're like Jake Sisko. Just go away for a couple of years and come back when you're useful. Write a report about it. <laughs> I'm a writer now. I'm a journalist, Dad. Uh, and uh, Velvet? I am Lieutenant Bolasa, Science Officer yeah, Supreme. I, I work your ass off. You're the one who's always every having time. every time. <sighs> Come I on, it, can yeah. I just go fight something? <laughs> and uh, maybe helping to lighten the workload this time, fellow science officer. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Teth Chovaquil. Chovaquil. And uh, so we've arrived at Alpha Troyu. Uh, things are dire, but not like holy shit dire. Uh, the, sh the star is collapsing. It shouldn't be. It is that's weird. Uh, there is a we've discovered a sensor shadow somewhere deep inside the star that may be causing strange orbital patterns of the debris that orbits the star, but it's not giving off any mass, so it shouldn't be doing that. Uh, meanwhile, on the surface of the planet, uh, what did we? Uh, there's a uh, lots of the like a breathable atmosphere in some of the caverns. The caverns seem to be cut. Uh, uh, in, in in interesting ways, uh, and the devices or the artifacts being brought up onto the ship i mean armstrong missed it but the audience didn't uh are glowing blue actually in a similar way to the orbital platforms the way they kind of flicker and flash mm. like if we're watching the special effects on tv we're noticing the parallels and stuff <laughs> um oh, man but in here in act two of our story uh Captain Riga has connecting with uh, Lieutenant Amos, who's in command of the Magawi, who was part of representing the Corps of Engineers, who was helping out with the archaeologists on Troyu too. Uh, we meet here in a conference room briefing. Uh, the three of you walk in. Uh, Amos is already on the view screen of the. He's over on his ship. He's on the view screen, uh, already debating with Riga, who we've uh, determined off uh, episode is an Ephrosian. Uh, if you want to look into uh, the uh, classic original series movies, um, uh, the Afrosian is only really seen twice on screen uh, and is the president of the Federation. And they've written extensively about them in books. And so our captain, Janeway style, 
uh, commander is a uh, is an Afrosian herself. So she's got this like long white hair and very like we we bund up with a big wooden clip or something, and it's all kind of holding it together. And it's very stern, but also uh, approachable in a way. Like the door is always open, says the person who's always sitting at the desk. You don't want to go in that room, even though it is always <laughs> open. You know you could always go to it, but you know you're also gonna have to like argue for your life because. Uh, Afrosians are expert linguists and navigators and diplomats. And so all the things you need to do to navigate a crew of very strong-headed scientists. Uh, <laughs> researchers, am I right? <laughs> so you walk in, and the two of them are, 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 are debating about the timeline. Uh, in fact, as this is happening in the opening episode, I've got a, I would hand this to the captain player, but we don't have one, so I'll read it as behalf of... of uh, Captain Riga, Captain's Log Supplemental. My officers have determined that Alpha Troyu will undergo final gravitational collapse in less than 10 hours. Lieutenant Amos of the Corps of Engineers assures me that getting both the people and artifacts off the planet will require days more. If it comes down to it, people's lives are what matters. But we will stay in orbit until the end to preserve what history we can. And that's exactly what they're arguing as they walk in. You know, we'll stay as long as we can and preserve what we can. But people's lives are what matters most. We will evacuate the people first before we bring up more. She's getting mad that more and more shuttles are coming onto the revelation with only two or three passengers packed up with artifacts. It's like, put people on the lifeboats. Leave the stuff down there until we get everyone off planet first. And... You know, Amos is like, I get it, I understand, but they're not listening. They're doing their own thing. And that's the kind of conversation you hear as the three of you come in. Good. You're all here. You're the brains of this operation, and you know shuttlecrafts. We need more time than we have. Uh, we need to speed up this evacuation. And uh, I'm open to our ideas. Anything you might have to suggest. And Amos has some suggestions as well. Amos has some suggestions. Yeah, let's even well, he's talking about me. the transporter systems. Like, I mean, transporters are a problem because of all the gravimetric stellar flares coming from a collapsing star. So transporters aren't working, but we might be able to help the uh, archaeologists by using the transporters to bring up their artifacts, and we use the shuttles to bring up the people. And if we just tell them they're only going to come up with the trans, maybe they'll acquiesce to that. And he's like, I don't know if the transporters even going to work though. Oh, we got to at least give it a try. I mean, that's that's a, a good idea to try and bring up anything that's not a person up yep. in Transporter as much as we can. If only we There's had an intrepid, we could land on the planet. But the last one that was built went missing a few weeks ago. <laughs> what? The Voyager. Voyager's gone <laughs> yeah, missing. Gotcha. And got intrepids it. can do planet fall. What if... Uh... Oh, so, so can the Enterprise. It just doesn't get up again. Troy is the one who crashed the ship into the what planet. If, what the if end. we made a couple but trips saved it. with the shuttlecraft uh, loaded up with artifacts and kind of left them in low uh, orbit? If we w did what? Like took a couple shuttlecraft loads full of just stuff and not people. Yeah. Packed them full. Uh shot them out the back of the uh, shuttle so they're sort of floating in orbit there and maybe we can tractor them into the cargo bay uh, later. I mean, I mean that's, that still required like the, the round trip of a shuttle from surface to orbit and from surface to revelation which is already in low orbit is like at that point you might as well just put the shuttle back on board. Fair enough. The time on, on spent Mars? is the land and escape. We, we, got, we... we got tractor beams on the Nova. <clears throat> 
So I was thinking if you got tractor beams on just about everything. Yeah, if we could pull uh, I mean, tractor beams, like dump dump the cargo. Yeah, it doesn't sound super like normal, but it seems we're running out of time. Yeah, agreed. I actually that was a similar idea that I had, which was some relay system that you're ejecting the artifacts into space somehow, tractor beam or teleport or. If maybe the crew is essentially kind of, you know, as rocking a, a spacesuit, uh, you know, uh, to be able to open up the thing as soon as they're free, dump it all out into to space for a little while, head themselves back in, close everything up, head them back downstairs and try and grab some more back up again. I mean, Riga wants to know if the transporters can be used to bring up living people, if we can strengthen the signals. I would definitely speed things up. Right now, they're not reliable, but also, surely there must be a way, way to strengthen to get, the um, to strengthen them enough to get into the caverns, so we could go from at least quicken that pace of getting from the caverns to the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So right now they're all up, deep underground, having to take t- turbo lifts, lifts right? up to the surface. Uh, I, let's let's give it a try. And, then and Amos is like, we are not going to be able to get the transporter beams strong enough to bring up living people, but we might be able to improve the emitters on the exterior of the ship. I mean, if we link them to, you've got some crazy sensors on board the Horizon, and we link them to the sensors, might be able to get a high enough resolution on the pattern. Uh, won't be able to get the organic matter off, but I'm like I'm saying, let's get the artifacts up with the transporters. Yeah, yeah, focus the on that instead of beaming of up that. people. Absolutely. And Riga's like, I want to focus on beaming up the people. So the two of them are kind of at odds. We on have that. people down there, Riga, who are not going to want to leave their stuff behind. This is their life, their research. At the very least, maybe we can put some of these people in charge of sectioning off what is going to come onto the ship by beaming it ahead of time. Um, so that that way something's being done in this off time. They're going to be the ones who want to stay till the end anyways. May as well put them in charge of what's going to be beamed up here. Exactly. They're not going to want to leave. You're not going to know. You're going to have to go down there yourself and force them up here. This these this is our life. We we dedicate our entire study and our careers to this. So we're they're not going anywhere. And At the very will, least, we can put them to use. Things will go easier if we use people the way they are meant to be used. Exactly. Okay, so we need three options now, after having this little conversation, that we would like to focus in on um, to explore on saving time on the evacuation. Okay. Uh, a lot of people have proposed different ideas. You can spend some momentum, and I can throw in a... I, there's one that, that no one's thought of that I could show up, and I'm just going to give it to you for well, free. I would, li- I would like to strengthen yeah. the image, yeah, either from yeah. uh, cavern to surface or surface up to the ship. Not for people, but for the inanimates, yeah, at the very least. Right, so yeah. though, that will require an EVA to get onto the external emitters um, to actually... Re- to, you want to, to, to... What was uh, Amos's plan to tie them in with the sensors? Yes. Yeah, it'll, it'll make them stronger, make them more accurate. Um, it'll bring up some, allow you to actually get a lock on the artifacts on the surface and in the caverns um, and save the journey. So should we burn one of those momentums to know a little bit more? Is that what you were saying? Here? Yeah, I mean, I have another option that Amos might be able to come up with. Sure. I mean, that sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah, what do you guys momentum. think? Yeah, throw my way. So Amos is like, well, I mean, if only we could just get more things into the shuttlecraft without taking up space for the people. Uh, maybe we can construct a bunch of hampers. And it's a little low tech, but yeah. we just there's a lot of empty negative space up in the ceiling up and the, the walls. The we just fill it up with extra boxes. 
Absolutely. We could load them up in there and still get 12 or more people into the shuttles for each route. We, we could definitely do that. We could. There's extra stuff on a shuttlecraft that we don't need if we're just pulling out Start pulling people. out chairs. And yeah. Start yeah. pulling up chairs, get any of their, their bedding material that they would bring down there that they've been using to, to sleep with, use that, drape it across the entire uh, ship and do the best we can to start carrying things in shelves. Yeah, I, actually, I, I, actually, you took my idea a little step further. I like that. Yeah, let's 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 carve out everything we don't need from these shuttlecraft, so we have extra room to put in. Uh, so let's write down. I got I got stuff. one idea is uh, the the emitters. The next one is uh, the shuttle modifications, mm-hmm. shuttle hampers, That's and do we have a up. third? idea that anyone can come up with what might allow us to speed up or save some time do the shuttlecraft have tractors shuttlecrafts have some weak tractor beams but it's not going to be much that's going to help you dealing with escape velocity like so we can't like you can move things around just stuff not not from surface to 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 like the velocities you have to go with and top of it the 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 tractor beams are probably going to have the same kind of interference that the the uh, signals from the transporters are having. There's a lot of gravimetric interference okay. going through, and it's, it's causing some flickering and sensor scans. If we're having a difficulty convincing these people to leave, is there any way that we can show them an accelerated countdown? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that definitely, a countdown definitely going to get people moving a little bit faster. Maybe there's some sort of way to physically show them this is how much time you have. You need to save what you can because you can't bring it all. That's just what we're dealing with. So That's scare tactics. Yes. Cool. So someone's got to get in touch with um, uh, who was that? I, I, I had written their name here. Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor. Peter someone's going to get in touch with Peter Taylor and tell them that we, well, why don't we just tell them we have six hours instead of 10? <laughs> are we, are we lying to, to Taylor or is Taylor in on it with us? Taylor's the head of the archaeology team. Amos is the head of the Corps of Engineers with Starfleet. Okay. So Taylor's representing the civilians and Amos is representing your uh, you know, counterpart in the Federation here. I say we lie to them. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. If it's going to get some results. I, it's you know. not... You know, it's super ethical, but it's also not a war crime. So, you know, it's pretty good for us. <laughs> I've heard you guys have been around a, a couple shady situations in the past. We have quite the command crew. Interesting. Yep, scare tactics. Okay, someone's going to talk to... Okay, so you got your you got your plans, you got your ideas, and uh, Captain goes, all right, everyone get to work. Um, as you are leaving the conference room, uh, an intense gravity wave washes over the ship. Uh, the yeah, everything's rocking around. Uh, the computer automatically sw- <clears throat> switches into yellow alert. You know, and everything, all the cha- lights change. And the yellow alert is um, uh, it's not red alert. Is get to battle stations. Yellow alert is if you're not on duty, you are on duty now. Stand by, everyone, be ready. And so it's like a ready state. Uh, yellow alert. Um. Unlike red alert, the shields will automatically go up. Yellow alert doesn't do that. Everything's just kind of like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, like, eyes out. Um, So the, uh, uh, everything goes, um, it declares into yellow alert. Uh, Shuttles will be split between, for docking purposes. Well, it looks like we're not going to them after all. (laughs) Time is 
critical now. Uh, with the 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 gravity waves are. Um, uh, it knocks a couple of your shuttles off course, and some have to go to the Megawi instead of to the Revelation. And likewise, like they're they're having a hard time navigating through these like tidal effects. Um, and uh, the the store the star is getting violent. The the worry that we had about the unexpected acceleration um, is uh, you know it's sort of like those early tremors of a volcano. Like oh, oh no, um, that's uh, that's worrying. So now, are we still on track, or is there uh, the idea that this potentially we still is have our plan? Up we still have bit? our plan. Uh, we have um, we have three things we want to do, right? Uh, the um, transporter systems, the shuttle modifications, and the negotiations with the archaeology crew. Uh, we'll kind of handle them simultaneously okay. if we want to split up in different directions. Who wants to do which? Uh, I'll take. It makes sense. Like it makes sense for me to take care of Taylor and and yeah. then the down crew. You'll handle I've, Taylor. I've Who's handling the transporters? I mean, I can. I'm not a qualified engineer, but I'm not a great scientist. I could do the EVA. Uh... Uh, the uh, transporters your training will tell you is going to probably work with insight, science, or reason and engineering would be my defaults. Uh, difficulties of two around. Uh, any focuses in transporter systems or sensors or things like that would definitely help. Uh, the construction of work on the shuttlecrafts would likely fall under engineering and reason as well, but the difficulty will be a lot lower, only a difficulty of one. It'll be an easier task. It's not difficult to do. It just needs to be done. I, I now that I think about it, have very little engineering and science skills. I'm probably best Where's your reason, to... though, at? My reason is 10, but yeah. my science and engineering are 2. Yeah, so even then, your reason is quite high. Okay. So, and, and if you get, you, you can you can use your momentum you've been getting to increase um, your die. Okay. Uh, you can probably even get some of the crew members to help you, and they would uh, give okay. you an assist roll. I can, I can do the, the yeah. EVA. All right, so you're going to do the EVA Space for the wall. transporters? Yeah. And so then, Lhasa, are you heading down to look after the shuttlecrafts? I absolutely am. All right, cool. So uh, let's, um, while we're getting a connection down to the planet, let's let's do the EVA. Uh, so you're like, get yourself into your suit, turn your things on. Mag boots. Zakunk, zakunk. Uh, and you start heading out. Uh, do you have any focuses in things like quantum mechanics, spatial focuses, things that might sound like that? Nope, just experimental tech and starship design. All right, those would definitely work. Okay. Um, transporter systems as well. Uh, it'll be a difficulty of two to modify the emitters on the exterior of the ship. Um, how? What? What stats would you like to use? <sighs> and because you're doing it against the ship, you're modifying the ship. The ship can't give you an assist roll. Right. I I think reason and science are my best bet of. I mean, science and engineering are both at two, so. Okay. Uh, and I'll I can use the experimental tech yeah. focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I got the one die. Is someone available to assist me on the ship? Uh, yeah, we can we can get people, but they're all working on evacuation duty. Uh, there's right. a small crew, but we can definitely. Pull. You have three support crew, so we can we can get a, a support character rolled up that will help you. I'm the janitor at this point, potentially. Yeah. 
What's that? Even the janitor. It says you're ripping stuff out. I'm assuming yeah. that's what you're lo- looking So you at. just point at someone on the bridge. Goes, you're with me. Right. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm not ripping stuff out. I'm setting up the sensors. Oh, my mistake. The, the, the my mistake. So why don't we? Uh, well, let's fellow, roll up another guy. Ensign yeah. Michael Rudsky. Uh, nice. Uh, Michael Rudsky is. Uh, he's going to be out there with you, sort of buddy system. He's just carrying the toolbox for you because he's like, I don't know anything about transporter systems. I'm just a replicator technician. I make sure everything doesn't taste like broccoli. I work in the mess hall. Make sure when you order fries, you get fries. You'll do fine. You'll do fine. Yeah, Replicators you... and transporters are basically the same thing, Rudsky. Yeah. That's what they told me, but I don't think that's true. I just do the inputs. It's like a 3D printer. You get you scan a copy and then it just makes the same. Did you know that if you put in one bowl of fries... It will make the identical bowl of fries for the rest of its operational lifetime unless you put in a new, completely different bowl of fries that you have made from scratch. You're just having a clone of that same bowl of fries every time. That is fascinating. fascinating. I mean, we, we have more important things to worry to the airlock. This is all going on. And like, ah, this is my first away mission. This is going to be so great. I just don't doubt in the kingdom. He's got, he's got to stay a simple like farm boy like that. He has that. That has to be a thing yeah. canonical. We, ah, you're from Proxima. Eh? That's really great. I'm not. I'm from a. I'm from a big colony too. And he mentioned some like Argos three, and it's like that's like eight people on that. Side. Yes, that's, it barely counts. But you carry this toolbox with me, and you try not to look up at the. Void of space. All right, Starfleet regulations requires that we remain tethered at all times. <laughs> and he clicks a metal cl- uh, 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 thing like right into your belt. Now you're like connected at the hip by like a four meter wire. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, somehow I still feel crowded out in the lights. void of space. <laughs> <laughs> like the sound of the vacuum hits yeah, you. No, and you go up in the silence of, of the exterior. Just chanting ship. that to himself the whole time. I need that promotion. I need that promotion. You know, life support's on. Your EVA's working. And as you step out, you, you really see like the bright, like your visor immediately clicks into like a filter. But like the, the star is uh, like it's expanded from, from, from its activity. And you can see like these great big solar flare arcs. Like you'd see from ours, but like, it's 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 the kind of thing where if it was in our system, we'd be reaching out and licking Venus. Like it's huge, and it's 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 really beautiful, and it's terrifying. But uh, so you're on the outside of the ship, making your way to the EVA emitters. Um, what was the role you wanted to do? The uh, engineering and reason. <clears throat> okay, and uh, Rudsky can give you an assist roll here. Okay, so I'll roll for Rudsky. Okay, and I'm using my uh, experimental tech focus. Mm-hmm. Which increases your advantage range. Right, to two. Which is just two. But, <laughs> but anything helps. Uh, does anyone... Oh, does anyone want to be on comms? Does anyone have collaboration as one of their talents? I have medicine. Oh, medicine. collaboration medicine. Yeah. That would have allowed... So collaboration allows you, as long as you're assisting a player, which you could do over comm channels. Rudsky is breathing heavily and could use some talking down. Yeah. So Rudsky... <laughs> Rudsky has talent collaboration science oh which is why he, you you brought him in or collaboration engineering because he's a replication tech his engineering skill is three okay so uh by uh uh normally by spending momentum but in my case uh i'm just gonna give myself a threat um he's going to be able to give you uh he's gonna be able to talk you through some of the jargon okay and so you were rolling your engineering as if it was a three okay that's all that's the only change excellent all right so 
Oh, Rudsky rolled an 18. <laughs> Damn it, Rudsky. <laughs> I rolled a four, but that doesn't... Doesn't give you an advantage. But you Did you only roll yeah. one four? What was your second die do? Oh, I got a second die? Yeah, you rolled two die. And a third one if you want to spend one momentum. Uh, no, we have no momentum. That seems like a bad call. Five. Okay, so you got two successes. You only All needed right. two successes. The difficulty of two. Oh. Um, I am going to spend two threat, though, when this is done. Uh, poor Rudsky. Um, no. Uh-oh. So no, you got uh, a difficulty of two, number of successes over. You didn't go over, so you only got... Modifying the transporter emitters on the exterior of the ship is not going to succeed. The radiation from the star is... Um, frying the sensors and their ability, especially when you start opening up panels and exposing them. And on top of it, uh, I spent two threat. Your, for each EVA suit, your radiation shields are failing faster than they should be because the radiation from the star is spiked. And uh, you're taking radiation poisoning. Um, Each person assisting the modification takes one to three radiation damage. So that's going to be done by these challenge die so i'm going to roll them for you and you're going to take one radiation damage okay and uh uh, and so does rudsky um but that extra threat uh fuck it i'll get another threat here those gravimetric waves that shook the ship before and they've been like causing like transporter issues and tractor beam issues you're fine brent uh or uh, armstrong uh rudsky's mag boots uncouple Good thing he's tethered to you, though. But he's like up in the air, going, "Oh, oh no, sir! I'm a uh, uh, sir! I because uh, he's an he's a non he's not he's an enlisted officer. He doesn't have a rank. Um, he's just uh, like petty officer. And uh, he's there, there. He's he's trying to pull up the tether, but like zero gravity doesn't work that way. And so he's just kind of ah, just up there now okay. as the ship is, and you're like on, like you're you're on this like earthquake as things are um, kind of messed up. Uh, you could have done a little more if you'd had more successes over it, but the transporters are a dead end. Okay. Uh, so that's, you're going to be, you don't worry, you'll get Rudsky down. Uh, okay. You're taking some damage, but we're, meanwhile, okay. um, uh, the, uh, uh, you get a line to Peter Taylor. To Peter Taylor. And, uh, and he's coordinating with a bunch of people he's kind of like you know when people are on their phone they got like that selfie window and they're kind of doing that and he's just kind of walking around you get that that perspective of it's right in front of him and he's yelling people like get that stuff into the cages get this thing going like no no don't let that expose to air it's ten thousand years old and he's and he's like what do you need (laughs) so is is this the point where i'm lying to this man yeah, you're on with him. You're on. Am I Yeah. He's on. Uh, you're. You're on the. Uh, do you? Where do you want to be? Do you want to be in a in the office at your duty station on the bridge of of, of I think the in, in my office. In my office. So you're you're, you're in your office yeah. uh, down in sickbay and yeah. uh, and you've got you've got a direct channel to Peter Taylor, and uh, he's just like, what? Okay, listen, Taylor. We don't have enough time. Pure and simple. And there's like dirt and stuff falling from yeah. the ceilings because there, there's earthquakes happening on this planet. Uh, we we don't have enough time. That's that's our simple reality here. And I know exactly how bad you want all this research up on board. You're going to need to do the best you can to find the most important data and start making that priority. If you're going to stay behind, if you've got people who will not leave, 
get get them behind you to make sure that they are choosing which data is going to come up. You got to get rid of everybody else. We're not suicidal. Oh, we're uh, going to get off this planet as soon as we can, but we're late, we're staying as long as we can to get as much as we've learned absolutely. off this planet. If anything here is lost, it will take us we might never be able to replace what's been lost. I understand. I don't want to lose any of that information either. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm up here, I'd be helping you down there. Well, then I guess we're in agreement. Why are you calling me? <laughs> um, I guess why? I'm trying to think of a plan for this. We got to we got to start getting everybody off there. We, we've we've talked about ways about trying to uh, make each of these shuttles a little bit more sufficient to try and store up as much of the 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 crystals and as much of the information as we have. Can you start sh stripping some of these things down and start storing as much physically possible on the bottom and up in the top? Can we can we start making some sort of uh, we've got Emos up here talking about some sort of hammock system. We're archaeologists, lieutenant, which means we're all hoarders at heart. But we'll do the best we can. And he just ends the communication lines. Great. The, 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 the complication of um, the archaeologists are dragging their feet is going to be removed. Uh, <laughs> they like the hamper idea, and they're working on it. But that's not going to work if the hampers don't work. So down in main shuttle bay, Lhasa, you're working on the uh, shuttles. Um, it's a simple enough task here. Uh, it's a difficulty of one. My default is reason and engineering. Uh, we can uh, we can't we don't have Rudsky. He's out on the exterior of the ship. I, I, I'm fine with reason and engineering. I also uh, I do have a little bit of a focus on small crafts. Oh yes, that's so, true. Uh, yeah. So I feel like I was the best choice to actually succeed at yeah. My we don't task need that. We don't need that ensign that's pilot hurtful with my empathy too. I totally yeah. could have tried to use empathy with Taylor, but that's oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, did you want to create? Do you want to roll? Uh, uh, let's just roll the clock back to that conversation. Do you want to roll any kind of presence plus blank to uh, get an effect, and then you can create an advantage? Well, my reason is higher than my presence, to be honest. <clears throat> and then um, yeah, but reason's not used for people. Oh, I guess not. Okay, so we'll go with presence then. Insight and presence would work, but okay. reason is uh, an analytical. It's reading data. Okay. It, oh, you I get specifically you. Okay. built these stats to not be the people person. If you remember our yes, conversation. Yes, you're right. Actually, I'm super <laughs> not a, a people person, but I got my shit that needs to be done. Um, so we'll go with re uh, reason then, um, and I guess command. one command, I suppose. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm rolling two of these. Mm -hmm. I've got a five and an eight. Okay, those two successes. So um, you can create an advantage. Let's say when dealing with the evacuation procedures with the archaeologists, uh, any difficulties will be lowered by one. Okay. So if it's a difficulty two, it'll be a one. If it's a one, it'll be a zero. Um, shuttle bay. Uh, okay. We're down there on the shuttlecraft. Uh, you're working with, uh, you got a small team of people who are like, we're supposed to rip these chairs out? The chairs, the benches, the throw pillows. It all has to go. This is a clearance sale. We need to make room for the people who are coming up to join us as well as the artifacts. So they, they get to work on that. Uh, you could do this reason engineering. What's your presence like, though? You could delegate. Nine. Is it any better? Uh, it's one less than the reason. I'd be willing to Okay, well, no, no. Let's, let's, it, let's, but... let's play to your strengths then. Yeah. You're, you're rolling up your sleeves. You're going to do the work yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's a difficulty of one. It's fairly straightforward, though. Uh, no, and a critical no. Oh, no. Uh, so it's going to take a while uh, before you can get any. In fact, 
as you're pulling stuff out, uh, you um, pull out a power coupling on one of the shuttles. You get the shuttle back up and going, but you've lost an hour of having to like reset and repower and cycle through and get this thing up. It'll it succeeds at a cost. So the complication is you just lost time. I just want to show everybody this is what not to do. Now I'm going to get you, Henderson, to uh, take on the next part. And I'm just going to go back here and uh, defrag. Really pulled in Armstrong in that one. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the gravity waves continue to rock the ship and knock people off their feet. Um, meanwhile, Rudsky, uh, you've pulled him back down, but you're going to have to drag him because his mag boots aren't reactivating. They've been fried. And you might want to get out of here before there's anything happens to your boots. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to... I get to do my towing idea after all. And I will start to... <laughs> you get to drag some dead weight. <laughs> drag some dead weight. Good thing there's no gravity. And This reminds me of being at the Academy <laughs> where we had to stew our EVAs underwater, sir. It's just... Oh, kind of, it's not. It's not as claustrophobic as being underwater, though. It's kind of like falling, I'm but really in all directions. Teth, I'm really glad Teth is in the ship and not with you right now. <laughs> in Just... fact, Rudsky is the reason why Teth eats in his office. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep your eyes focused on me, and we'll make our way back inside, and you can put your feet on the ground. The star's <clears throat> brightness. I just spent a threat onto the table. I'm down to three threats. Oh, no. Uh, the star's brightness increases, and your visor oversaturates, and it just goes white. Okay. Uh, so you can still make it to the airlock if you remember the direction to go in. Can I combat someone and have them... <laughs> Be my space Google Maps? Yep, you can combat everyone. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to frantically... Hello? I can't see. Need a little direction here. Uh, quite literally, I've gone blind out here. Rutsky's like, I can see fine, <laughs> sir. What are you talking about? Oh, I can tell you where to go. <laughs> All right. Rutsky... Tell me when I need to turn. Oh, it's over. But he's he's drifting around you, oh, right? Yeah, no, he's, he's not. Like, can someone? Two o'clock. No, four o'clock. No, can someone six o'clock. On the ship, tell me where I am in relation to the door, and tell me which way I need to be walking. Mm-hmm. And if I start walking the who, wrong way, who'd let like me know. To be, who'd like to be Armstrong's eyes and ears? <laughs> sure, I guess. You would... Well, you got Lassa. off the phone. You do. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm off the phone. I'll I'll do it. All right. <laughs> So be uh, give uh, any kind of insight or reason you look up. You, you can find his location. It's not like it's a secret. All right. Um, at one, two. Am I doing it again? Or... Mm-hmm. Jeez. Oh shit. Actually, no. It'd be an assist to Brent yeah, so just, finding the airlock. Uh, the task <laughs> roll. Those are best. So, and I'm so gonna give you some kind of again. maybe a fitness plus. My fitness my is nine. Fitness plus security. Uh, that's eleven. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, he's helping me out. And yeah. So team dynamics. I can yeah. Use that focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. And uh, I, what's values for? Because I really and need that's a, that promotion. a difficulty of two. So you need two successes. I need two successes. Yeah. Did you get any successes? I there? got a success. Yeah. Okay, so you got one. You only need to roll one success out of yours. Out of my two. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. A no. 19 and an 18. But you know why? That's because you're a proud proxy. Yeah, that's why. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah, my so pride is success me. at a cost. Um, 
Goodbye, Redski. No, it's uh, <laughs> you make Just your way. Him. You guys make your way to the airlock. Oh, but you take three more radiation damage. Oh man! So add that to your stress. I'm getting you're, pretty lightheaded out here, guys. You're both. You're both. Uh, you're both burning up in like. You're, 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 it just takes you a lot longer. Again, we're just losing time. That medicine will kick in. Later. So <laughs> yeah, uh, you, uh, you, you. Good news. You're talking to the doctor, so report to sick bay and <clears throat> get treated for that radiation poisoning, or you can work through it and solve it later. You'll be fine in a few hours. Like you won't be fine. You need radiation treatment, but you will be fine for the next few hours. <laughs> like, don't worry, you're not gonna like lose hair until tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, hurry. Yeah. You won't die, but hurry. Yeah, we, we're doing wonderful <laughs> things with uh, with radiation treatment in in the 24th century, but like, yeah, your DNA is gonna unspool if you don't look after that by the time we're done evacuating the planet. Okay, all right. Um, so do I make it back in then? Uh, you make it back in. Uh, Lhasa, you're down in the shuttle bay watching over as they're moving things around. And uh, uh, as we're getting closer again, that whispering, remember in the last episode? Um, it's getting louder. Is there any opportunity for me to use my strong paw to mm-hmm. uh, either decipher or shut it out? Absolutely. Uh, so that's how I would like to uh, meditate, I guess, while I'm watching the goings on. I, I'd actually like to focus on, you know, deciphering what is being said yeah. and maybe some location of where yeah. it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, That could be insight or reason. Yeah. Uh, Medicine or science. I feel like that is uh, an insight and... Uh, and medicine, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, yeah, I don't know that or there even would be science, science but, but even just yeah. your mind, like you're yeah. you're trying to work your way through this puzzle. Is this am yeah. I just going nuts, or is this something that I'm actually hearing? Uh, I, I'm going to use science, and I'm going to re- I'm going to reason that uh, because other people are not acting or reacting as if mm-hmm. this uh, communication is occurring for them. Yeah, uh, that it is. There's to, no other telepathic species. There's no centered on or me Vulcans in some on way. the team. Yeah, it's like you're the only one on board. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try and commune, uh, be one with nature, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, two successes in that. Uh, and uh, then when I... Hmm. So with Strompod, it's more of uh, attempting a task to resist being coerced or threatened. Yeah. Reducing the difficulty. So I don't know if that comes I mean, into play. I'll but... give it to you the success. Take a momentum because um, yeah. you've got that. Uh, yeah. Add that to your pool. Um, Dr. Teth. Uh, you, there are other empaths on board. Let's, it's not uncommon to have one or two other Vulcans on board, even on, especially on a science ship. Mm-hmm. And you've been, you're getting reports that these other two crew members are like hearing things too. And for a Vulcan who might be losing their mind, that's, that's disconcerting. disconcerting. Um, no, not emotional, but just, you know, mm-hmm. it's a concern. Uh, and they, they've sending reports to the, the medical team, um, uh, and I mean, if you want to share this kind of stuff, like the, 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 it, 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 maybe as it's going, you, you're down there. That the sound is coming uh, from like it's, it always sounds like it's coming from just the other side of the wall. Like it's coming from outside, and there's something there, and it's just it's it's far away, but it's gotten louder, and it's not like a single whisper now. It's starting to sound more like a chorus, a chorus. Yeah. and uh, to the point where it's like it. It's less and less easier to ignore. 
Yeah, uh, doctor, I'm going to need to... Uh, I'll need some treatment. <laughs> uh, absolutely. We're, we're starting to get a, a couple other reports, so it seems as though you're not alone here, at least. Uh, that is exactly how I feel. I am not alone, but I don't understand these voices. All right, well, we're going to absolutely have to do some scans as soon as we can. There's, um, a, can there's you... a method in the game rules called scientific method that okay. we can dive into in the next episode, if this is something of interest. Uh, that's three steps. There's an obser- observation step. Uh, it falls on to, uh, it's a task to just observe what is happening. And uh, step two is to hypothesize and find what the right way is. You give a couple of ideas similar to what we were doing there with the engineering problem. Um, and then step three is testing against those ideas. And any ideas that are wrong is just lost time until you strike, you, know, you strike oil. Um, so yeah, the two of you are like, okay, there's something here to begin. And there is a process that we can go through. Uh, it would just be at the expense of other things. Other things. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, up on the bridge, we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, Magawi reports to Captain Riga, they're at crew capacity. They're full. Um, looking at the numbers, uh, things have been slowing down on, on Revelation, but everyone who's left on the planet, you have the capacity to take. Um, so the gravimetric storms are getting worse and our ship isn't as rugged as yours we're we're getting out of here we're going to take what we have and leave and um we'll rendezvous outside the system it's about a four-hour journey by warp can um, they take some of the artifacts with them? they've taken everything they can they're at they're at capacity now they're saying their ship is full their shuttles are are drained um and uh, they can't take any more room but looking at what is left on the surface everything that's left you you should be able to handle and they'll leave two shuttles behind uh to help um with uh, with the the movement and you can redirect those shuttles uh you won't be able to bring them all with you but you can you can rotate them around so you get a little bit of a faster turnaround that's great um and uh lieutenant amos is just like good luck godspeed we'll meet you at the rendezvous point and the Magawi warps out just about the same time that a massive graviton wave shoots out of the star. <laughs> I'm speeding through things because we're, we're out of time on this episode. Uh, as it warps out, the star gives like kind of like what was out there when Armstrong was on the exterior of the ship, a flash of another light and a ripple of gravimetric disturbance go through space time, right? It's just, goes through the whole ship everywhere you're down shuttle you're in your office you're coming into the the whole ship kind of groans as it ripples like the effect going through the hallways people are kind of knocked off their feet and uh so we're still a few hours away from that point of no return um and you've you've got the shuttles now with the hampers moving things are moving along faster and uh the, the gravity wave goes through the ship's hull uh, you hear the structure groaning, uh, and uh, where you are, um, if anyone up on the bridge, uh, they get a call. The the main computer announces uh, uh, the lights kind of go off, and there's you know EPS conduits going across, and uh, the engineering reports up. Uh, Captain, I know you want to get out of here as soon as that countdown hits that point of no return, but we got a bigger problem, and it goes down to engineering and the camera following uh, warp cores offline. Oh absolutely brilliant uh you're drifting in orbit around troy u2 uh and uh stellar collapse just hours away 
What's that old human saying? Murphy's Law? Should I go back uh, outside again? I thought you bush? meant the old earth saying. You go to, oh, shit. You go to rub your forehead <laughs> last time. I'm you're familiar like, with that one. <laughs> the voices inside my head agree. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to know if they're getting worse or not. Uh, why? Th- they are, yes. Join us next week. Yay. Episode Yay. three. <laughs> you, you'll be fine. You'll get out of here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> be, whatever. In pieces. So you're you're it's been you're, a real great game, you're guys. drifting without warp power. Stars muscle. It's only going to go supernova in it's like three been hours. In worse scraps, it's fine. Yeah, you're doing great. You're handling the situation very well. Thank you for uh, getting to know our characters so that I can uh, vaporize you all uh, in the next hour. <laughs> Poof. I have been your game master, Justin Eacock, uh, leading us back through the Star Trek Adventures game. This is a weird adventure. It's a little different, a little more out there because the threats are so much more... Nebulous. Nebulous, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will break those down in our post-gaming debrief. Uh, I don't really mention it outside of episodes one and four, but we, uh, after every campaign, we record uh, a debrief uh, that we post on our Patreon page. So if you'd like to hear, like, what was the process of that one? Um that's what it's there for. Uh, anyone at the five dollar or higher mark. That poll I was mentioning, any support. If you give us give us a dollar, uh, you can participate in the poll. Just a dollar, you'll be able to join us on Discord and listen to our recordings. But for five dollars, you need in order to be able to get our debrief episodes uh, a little bit higher. Uh, we'll send you a postcard in the mail, and a little bit higher than that, you get all of those rewards. Plus, you get to join me for a private game. Uh, we actually did play through Star Trek Adventures last month, and I think this month we're going to be playing Masks. It's going to be really fun. Um, that's it. That's the pitch. I'm the Game Master, but uh, the Game Master would be no one. No master of any game without their play masters. Brent Morris from the Showhole Podcast. Velvet Duke from the Dandies and Holodeck Follies. Neil Tavares of Neil T. Tattoos. We'll see you next week for Act 3, Life is Light and Death. Oh, wait, no, wait. I, I messed it up. Yeah. Uh, I, I, light is life and death. Uh. <laughs> All right. Cool. Whatever. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> I know what I did. Bye, everyone. Bye. The Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every Tuesday. And next week, the final episode to the Star Trek Living Campaign, We Are the Stars. Oh, yeah. That star's gonna blow up a little bit ahead of schedule. Don't worry. We've got something planned for the end of the month before we start our next story. And our next story, of course, is going to be a return to masks. You voted for it, and we're going to play it. If you want to choose which game we'll release on the podcast in January, the one we're going to record next month, head over to our Patreon page right now, terriblewarriors.com Patreon. There you can vote, if you're a supporter of any amount, on our next game that we're going to play. And if you want to contribute a little bit more, we also have special debrief episodes that we release exclusively on Patreon. We'll send you a postcard in the mail, and we run private games every month for that top tier of support. And no matter how much or how little, or even if you don't spend any money at all, but you like, you subscribe, you leave a review, and you tell your friends, thank you for supporting the Terrible Warriors for so many years. We really wouldn't do this without you. 
follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. And check the show notes to follow everyone who was on this episode as well. Trust me, you want to become friends with them too. And those people, those terrible warriors, the crew of the Revelation... Brent Morris, Velvet Duke, Neil Tavares, and Game Master Justin Eacock. Oh, hey, that's me. We'll see you next week for the final episode in this month's campaign, right here on the Terrible Warriors. 